ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm going to be one of your hosts for the evening. I'm here with my fellow host, Kevin Reynolds. Happy to be here. Andrew Hovecamp. How's it going, guys? And Jacob Pretty. Boom shakalaka. Boom shakalaka. I think I think since we decided we were all going to be like that, that's the first time, Flynn, you've introduced us properly, and we yep. were all seamless with it. Guys, I think we know. Well, let's we're, make sure. Nice work. We're professionals. Nice work. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're good. We can, that yeah, has to be the last can. time we do it that way. We yeah. made it. Um, yeah, we can we retire can never, now. We can never do it that well again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, be sure to follow us on the Instagrams and the Twitters and the TikToks at AiredBNB. Um, follow us uh, as hosts as well. Hovecamp is uh, uh, showing us how to be a, a homeowner with butterflies. Um, so, yeah, follow him on there. Um, we're going to start up our, our Patreon soon, so be on the lookout for that. Um, uh, so to, if you want to help support the show, um, you know, support us. Um, Make us and, sound and better. Endeavors. Make us sound better. Everything that you do will be put towards improving the podcast or improving our bourbon collection. So, um, <laughs> speaking of, uh, tonight, um, last, last a couple episodes ago, maybe last episode, Jacob, you were talking about uh, double oak and how the Please. the differences in in what double oak actually means so i'm drinking one of the better double oaks uh woodford reserve double oak um this is actually the bottle that, that jacob you got me oak. for uh declan's baptism so uh, i'm finishing yes. off the bottle uh, finally it's been open for about a year and a half and uh polishing it off the christening of eddie big deck yep gavin what are you drinking <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know, um, you know, speaking of adding to the bourbon collection, it was my wife and I's sixth wedding anniversary last the weekend. Happy anniversary! What are you supposed to get? What are you supposed to get her for six? It's metal. Um, Just any metal. Yeah. Well, that's there's always the like traditional versus non-traditional and whatever. Um, but she gave me what uh, she had given me last year for wood, which had been canceled, which was a trip to Woodford Reserve to do a tour and tasting experience. So we did that. And, you know, what's interesting is Woodford is almost out of their double oak um, inventory at this point. So they're not allowing, you know, that used to be the last thing you tasted while you were there. So you get to taste the regular Woodford, the rye Woodford, the uh, malted whiskey Woodford, and then you would get to taste double oak as your special fourth treat. And they couldn't do that this time. So they actually let us taste Woodford Reserve straight out of the barrel, which is not something that they sell. Uh, so it was roughly 130-something proof, and it was Whoa. phenomenal, straight out of the barrel. Loved it. Really great experience. Um, grabbed myself a bottle of double oak. We left there and went over to... Um, Castle and Key, which isn't doing their full tours for another couple weeks, but you can go in there and get their first two batches of rye, and their first batch of bourbon is coming out in about six months. So looking forward to taking a trip down there. Um, and from there, we went to Buffalo Trace, where Flynn is right. We did. It is easier to buy Sudafed than it is uh, to buy <laughs> uh, products from Buffalo Trace. So I did, because my wife got a bottle and I got a bottle. We got two bottles of Colonel E.H. Taylor Small Batch, and that is what I have opened tonight um, to celebrate um, the podcast. So I'm having Colonel Taylor, and, you know, as always, it's delightful. Um, 
we did pick you can get buffalo trace there that day and they are not limiting the number of buffalo traces you can get but i live in an area of town where you can get buffalo trace pretty regularly so i didn't get any of that um and they, they didn't have any blantons or anything else other than eh taylor and buffalo trace those were the options so uh rolled out of there pretty good Flynn, Flynn has mentioned before that, uh, and I'm sure you know this, Kevin, uh, there's, there's different like Facebook groups or whatever that, that mm-hmm. kind of say what they're, what they are going to have in the store that day. So I, this was a random Saturday in July and it was like, um, black Friday. Like you couldn't, you had to wait in line <laughs> for several minutes to even get into the building. Yep. Um, until it was my turn to go. And then it was like everyone gets in, and these people who you were jovial with in line are now like mad dashing to the counters and punching <laughs> each other in the face to be the first ones to get to the E.H. Taylor, which is limited one per person. So anybody who wasn't standing in line with an E.H. Taylor, I watched this guy go around to them and hand them bottles of E.H. Taylor and then Venmo them the money to pay for it so he could wait for them outside and walk away with more E.H. Taylor. I watched him do it to three different people. It was insane. Um, But we got our two bottles, and I'm happy with that, and it's delightful. Hove, what are you drinking tonight? Um, Yeah, first off, my brother-in-law has been to the Castle and Key, got the full tour, and said it was like the coolest experience he's ever had um, at a bourbon distillery. Um, And there was no bourbon there, like you said, so... Um, probably pretty cool, but I, um, our good friend of the pod slam, um, who designed the incredible logo that you see, uh, on our pages, uh, came by, he was picking up a car in Louisville and wanted to swing by and decided to get me a belated housewarming present, which is, uh, totally unnecessary, but he did it anyway. Um, and it is quite the enjoyable experience. Uh, it's broken barrel and this is a, um, 116 proof cask strength ba- um, bottle. Broken barrels out of Owensboro. Um, and they make each of their bourbons, apparently, with broken oak staves. So this is a mash bill of 70% corn, 21% rye, 9% malted barley. But then they also have an oak bill of 40% ex bourbon barrels, 40% new French oak barrels, and a 20% sherry cask oak. Um, and so I, I think one of the cool ways to play around with bourbon these days is to uh, mess with the barrels, double barrel. Um, you know, Jefferson's is doing that, the, does their barrel experiments and wood experiments. Um, and it does leave a quite a, a unique oaky aftertaste. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty robust bourbon here. So um, it's it's really good experience. And uh, shout out to Slam, as always, being uh, an above and beyond nice guy. Uh, but pretty, what are you sipping on? Listener of the week, Slam. We love you, Slam. Slam. We love him. Sending you a Listener t-shirt. Listener of the week. Getting a t-shirt potato. with the logo he made for us. <laughs> right. Also, t-shirt also with your own logo on it. He just yeah. goes, hey, man, I want to make you all a logo. And he's so talented. Like, what am I going to turn him down? Uh, I actually everyone a, should hire him for your logo needs. Hire him. I had a, a, a former coworker that, and, and uh, she was like, I'm going to start a podcast. Where did you get the artwork done? I was like, well, it was just sent to us uh, unprompted. And she was like, what? And I was like, I can get you their contact because Slam's awesome. So I, I would pay him to do that. Yeah. We have good friends. Yes. Uh, so I am uh, sipping on for my bourbon of choice. Uh, again, still, uh, I'm about to, you know, head, head out of town for a little bit. Um, so I'm trying to clean up my stock so that way I can restock when I get back. So I'm uh, trying to finish off, uh, or well, not finish it off, but 
do a little more damage on the uh, Neely Family Distillery. Um, it's, uh, you know, that spicy rye that I had talked about before, the rye to the core. Um, very good, very good. Uh, I also have been feeling the urge to stop back by there because I drive past it every time I go up and down 71. Um, and so I want to have an excuse to stop. So I'm <laughs> going to try to finish this in the next couple of days or weeks, whatever. Get the moonshine. So that's what I'm it's, doing. It's good. <laughs> I don't know, Kevin. I, I think I'll let you stick to the moonshine. It seems like that's your cup of tea. Kevin, I'll say that's moonshine uh, now. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that. Um, uh, new coworker of mine, uh, Denise, uh, she she brings in uh, homemade moonshine for for Kevin, and so she brought me in a jar as well. And so I took a sip of it. It is delightful. And then I said, yeah. Lauren, smell this, and she didn't know what it was, and it it about ruined her night. Uh, so. <laughs> oh boy. I, frequently, the moonshine fairy shows up, and it's just a, it's it's every batch is different. So this was the, he just writes the proof on the top of the mason jar in permanent marker. This one happened to be 110 proof, and it's very good. It's yeah. very sweet. Is it just is it white lightning? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's white. Corn very very alcohol. like you can taste the the corn and the wheat. Like that's what that's what yeah. you can taste. Yeah, yeah, it is weeded. I've got uh, I've got that in 104, 110, and 116 at the house. Nice. Woo. Nice. So it's, it's quite Bam. good. Quite good. So, Flynn, what are we doing tonight? Tonight, we have uh, three segments for you. We're going to do a This Podcast is Rank once again. Um, we're going to bring back an older segment called I Understood That Reference, uh, where these guys will try to embarrass me about movies again. <laughs> and then we're going to play a game, and I'm going to get to try to embarrass them a little bit with this game as well. So, yeah, uh, can't, or, uh, Kevin, do you want to, uh, to introduce the This Podcast is Rank? This Podcast is Rank. Sure, sure. This podcast is rank. When we came up with this segment, we did not realize that it would become among the most popular. But we, we've heard, um, you know, really, if you do follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at AiredBNB, we do post polls every now and then and solicit feedback from the folks who follow on what we should do. And one of the things we were asked was, uh, would you all rank sitcoms? Now, sitcoms, you know, if we looked at all movie or all all um, television history there are a lot of sitcoms it'd be really really difficult to do that and so what we've set out in this particular one to do um is to to take sitcoms that came out after 2000 um until 2020 so 2000 to 2020 in order for your sitcom to count it has to have the majority of its seasons run during that time period so if it came out in 99 but it went through 2004, it still counts. So, you know, that, that's okay. But it has to be a 2000s sitcom. As always, and this podcast is ranked to the billions listening who don't already need to know this, um, each member of our team has a challenge card and a veto card. You get the challenge card, you get to put up another sitcom against the one that's been proposed. If you play the veto card, then that sitcom will not be at that number no matter what. Everyone has one of each card. Once you play it, you're done. Our goal is to get the top 10 2000s sitcoms. The order is going to be Jacob, me, Huffcamp, Flynn. Jacob? Yep. You are up first, sir. What is the best sitcom of the 2000s? So I got to start this by saying I asked Kat, who uh, I would say is much more knowledgeable about situational comedies than myself. Uh, she is actually funny. Um, 
But that's, that's uh, true. I, asked I don't her, know why we started a podcast with Pretty instead of Cat. This would have been a lot great. Right. I don't either. I, you, you'd be so much more successful if you had used her instead. Uh, but anyways, I asked her. I was like, "Hey, you know, I just wanted to bounce some ideas off her." And she was like, "Well, are, are you talking single cam or multicam?" And then she like Question. listed off all these terms, and I was like, "Whoa." I was like, I think that if it says, I, I my response was something to the uh, to the tune of, you know, Flynn counted WandaVision as a sitcom, so I think it's on if, the list. It, if someone laughs during it, it's a sitcom. On the list. Uh, that is a great I'm question, g- though, because oh it, my gosh. We, we could do it, it our... It didn't even get... It did, the Emmys nominations just came out, Flynn, and it was nominated for, like, Best Limited Series. It's not a sitcom. It cannot... <laughs> you cannot force a veto out of us. It is just blanketed. on the list. does not qualify for the list. It is not on the list. That doesn't count. <laughs> but it, that is a good question, Pretty, because we, we could have done our own list of, you know, single camera versus not, um, you know, because there are... They have their own lists. But in this case, we're doing the broad, general... Top t- top ten since two thousand. What is number one? Uh, my number one, and I'm saying mine because someone's going to disagree with me. I'm throwing in Parks and Rec for the number one. Um, I actually had it as number one on my list, and my uh, you guys changed the decade list on this, so there were several that were just kind of above and around and outside, and um, it's a rough list. But yeah, Parks and Rec was actually my number one as well. I'm fine with it. You want to challenge me, Kevin? I will say that it's 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 in my top five. It's not my number one, but it is <clears throat> too good to challenge at the number one. Like it, the the top five is is one tier for me. Basically, I'm concerned. So. I was gonna say I'm concerned that you have four ahead of it if it's just in your top five. I have ten. No, ahead it's of one detail. tier. So like it's 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 right Whoa. with the others. You have what? It's not. I have 10 ahead of Parks and Rec. Veto. I hate this show. I think it doesn't deserve to be on this list. Where was this if on could, the hot takes? Wow. If I could keep this off the list, I would. Yeah, that's, that is a hot toddy take. Oh, my Wow. Gosh. I don't like it. I got the number one pick. I thought I had consensus ruling. I was excited. This is and Grandma's I got Boy all over Kevin. again. Oh. I, I assumed you were going to say The Office, and I was going to be okay with it um, because, you know, your fiancé I mean, was in the too. off-Broadway version of The Office, and The Office is hilarious, yeah, yeah. and Parks and Rec doesn't happen without The Office. Um, <laughs> so doesn't make, it, doesn't make it not as good, if not better, than The Office. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I wow. don't like that I'm up next because because wow. now I'm just gonna veto you right back. No, you, could. Wow. you could, wow, you could, or you could just challenge it with Parks and Rec and know you have at least one vote. And <laughs> I can't though because Parks and oh, Rec right. cannot right. be number one. Ugh. Right, right. Parks and Rec cannot be number one, which is awesome. Um, and Cinderella can't be number c- ten. Couple things we have to say. Uh, a couple things we have to say. You can't use any qualifiers because, in my experience, in my opinion, there might have been a clear one-on-one on this list if you could just eliminate the last one minute and, and forty-three seconds from one of these sitcoms. Um, it is not that good of a sitcom. It's pretty. It's pretty good. I. Um, <laughs> it's in the so top tier. Here's, here, here's what I have to say. Not even I, on the list. And I like. I it. really, I really believe in what I'm about to say. I don't expect it to fly. But I really think, as I made my list, I was thinking about my experience watching this show versus any other show, how groundbreaking it was, how amazing it was, how award-winning it was. Schitt's Creek is my favorite sitcom of since 2000. Since 2000. 
it's in the top tier for me. Ooh. So like we've we've named three of my top tier. I'm okay to with it. Real hostile. <laughs> pretty, pretty. You gonna veto him back? I can't in good in good conscience conscience veto Shit's Creek out of number one. Oh, I will do that. I don't happily. think it's challenge, number one. I'm gonna challenge it with the office. Okay. Okay. <laughs> These are both in we the top tier. Turn it back tier. around. Uh, the office. I, mean, I, I mean, don't even think you groundbreaking need to Schitt's Creek is not groundbreaking. Sure. There is a better show yes, about a very rich uh, family that has fallen on hard times, and that should be on the list as well. Um, Schitt's, Schitt's Creek is great. The Office is also groundbreaking, and the mockumentary single camera. I think I don't know actually all the differences, but um, the Michael Scott character that has been tried emulated, um, probably never ever replicated though. The Office is phenomenal. If you're not going to do Parks and Rec, The Office is better than all the other shows that came out since 2000. Uh, I mean... Kevin, retort. Yeah, what's your retort for Schitt's Creek over The Office, Kevin? He's wrong that Schitt's Creek is not groundbreaking. Schitt's Creek is incredibly groundbreaking. And if you think Schitt's Creek is about a family that fell on hard times and had to fight their way back, you don't understand what Schitt's Creek's about. It... That is the plot of the first episode um, and the conditions of the show, but it is not what the show is about. It's, 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 here's what I'm saying. I think The Office is very much in contention. It's the perfect challenge here. If it doesn't go my way, I respect the choice of The Office at number one. But since I was up at, on the number two spot and vetoed the trash that is Parks and Rec, I just had to say my favorite sitcom since 2000 is Schitt's Creek, and I like it there. So – do with which it is, what you which will. Which is shockingly terrible. But we have to let Pretty and Flynn is, decide now. <laughs> yeah, Pretty, pretty so go ahead. So I just want to say Kat, Kat overheard what we were talking about, and she's like, oh, I'd take Shit's Creek over the office any day. And she was in the office. But uh, but then she kind of backed off of that, and she was like, wait a minute. I don't know if I can confidently say that. Um, my vote will be for the office. I Okay, one uh, – Yes, I'm going to agree. The, the, the pick is The Office. What I'm more concerned about is Hope Camp thinks that Arrested Development is better than, than Schitt's Creek, and I, think, I will not have I think have the reason oh, yeah, that Arrested wrong. Development is possibly lower is because they brought it back for unnecessary seasons on Netflix. But the first three seasons of Arrested Development are some of the best sitcom seasons of all time. Well, we'll see when you uh, propose that. Since you have to take in the entirety of it, it has fallen way down the list, uh, which is unfortunate because it's... I mean... It's fantastic. Honestly, the office the office did kind of fall a little down the list, like seasons post Michael Scott. All so, right, anyways, I, let's I, I move on. So, the office cool. is number one, and I think that's completely respectable and fair. I just had to give Shit's yep. Creek its due because it was my chance to do that. Honestly, any of these three that have been proposed at number one, I would have been happy with, obviously. So, I'm happy. Hove Camp, you're up. Hove, um, is, it, is it to me now? Yeah, it is to you. Um. I, I think I'm going to respect Kevin's hatred of Parks and Rec for this turn because there is another show that I would rather not ha- – I would rather, you know, let's maybe give that Parks and Rec Kevin influence another drop down, put it at number four or five. Um, but my number three is actually Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Number two. This is two. Uh, my number th- Okay, well, my number three is Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I have a Parks and Rec ahead of it. But I'm going to throw Brooklyn Nine-Nine in at number two. I've, I've, I, I keep okay, going right. back to it, 
and it's great. I just I keep rewatching right. it over shows that are phenomenal. I'm gonna challenge. It is phenomenal. I'm gonna challenge. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's not in my top five. I'm gonna challenge the Scrubs. Oh. Y'all, this is tough. This is state, tough. State your case. Like all of tough. these. This is tough. Uh, Scrubs uh, was, I think, my favorite show growing up. Um, it, it's been stated that it is both one of the funniest medical shows of all time and also one of the truest to medicine of all time, too. Doctors and nurses will say that uh, things that happen in Grey's Anatomy don't actually happen, but things that happen in Scrubs do actually happen. Um, it's hilarious. It's um, a buddy comedy. Uh, it's it's, it's a, um, a romantic comedy. Um, it, it's, it's basically the perfect sitcom. So, I... I think one of the things that I have mentioned before is you cannot make qualifiers. Kevin mentioned it before, and the last season of Scrubs, which we can all try to discount, happened. Should it have happened? Absolutely not, but it has to count. And there's no way that that can be number two on our list because one of the seasons is not just lesser quality, it is bad. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I guess we have to wait and see what this last season is going to be like, but the track record of it is phenomenal. They've dealt with very complex issues. Um, including um, race and sexual harassment and everything else, and they do it in a comedic and yet poignant way. And it's as awesome as Scrubs was in that regard. I think it's a little bit funnier more often, and it has not yet trashed any of the work it's done. Kevin, what's your say? I'll, I'll I, let you go I first. use the qual- – I, I, yeah, I use the um – HuffCam's qualification that the one of the things that's important to him is how you keep coming back to it. That's how good the the sitcom is. Is you've heard the jokes yet you rewatch it over and over again, and the jokes are still funny to you. Um, I get that less and less with sitcoms that are further down the list. There's only one other sitcom that that Flynn could have challenged with that I go back to more than Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he didn't do that. So I would side with Nine Nine. Nine Nine. But I, but if Scrubs is not on this, if Scrubs is not on this list, it's a travesty. So it, agree, agree. The first like eight or whatever seasons of Scrubs are so good that it, it has to be on the list. I agree. I feel yeah. like yeah. in the two picks that we've done, we've already tossed out what'll probably, hopefully, be our like top six in my mind. Uh, so uh, one thing that I like to think about with sitcoms, uh, just you know, musical fun facts, pretty. I like to think of. Um, you know, the musical qualities of it. You know, The Office has some music in it. Uh, Parks and Rec has music in it. Uh, most famously, though, the Scrubs has an entire... Scrubs has an entire musical episode. That the Scrubs great. musical episode. And it is hilarious. That being said, Doug Judy's musical <laughs> escapades with Jake Peralta just do me in every time. It cracks me up. I have to go with Brooklyn Nine-Nine on this one. But I do love Scrubs. Nine nine. Okay. Nine nine. I I respect I respect that we're all aggressively challenging with like difficult choices this time. Oh yeah. This is a good one. This is a good this, one. This might this might be our most hotly contested but respected debates and ranking. It's how consensus works. So I Flynn, I'm hearing you say you're putting scrubs up. Yep, I'm putting scrubs next. Number three. I'll let it go. I say three. That's cool with me. Okay, okay, going to challenge it. <laughs> no, I, I've already challenged it. He can oh, only right. veto. Um, I've got, I've got. You, you all are burning through your things gotten, too quickly. I've, gotten, Here, I, I've got everything. I've got scrubs a little bit lower, but honestly, 
Uh, we're doing some tier-based drafting here. It's really hard to complain about Scrubs anywhere on the list. So I'm going to let it slide because I think I'm going to want to veto something later. And it's not. And it, vetoing Scrubs feels wrong at any point. Yeah, you can't do it. I agree. So the top three are The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Scrubs. This is going to be controversial but amazing at the same time. Pretty, what is number four? So... I, again, this is not a I don't love these just as much because I do. I'm more concerned about Kevin just vetoing or challenging Parks and Rec because he doesn't that's, like the that's show. Why, that's why it's limited. He cannot. He can only challenge it. And you say, know you've got, yeah. and this is number four, yep, and you know and you've lose. got backing of me and yeah. Flynn for a top tier. That's a good point. That's a good point. Okay. Yep. Kevin's going to have a hard time. Kevin's going to have a hard time. Yeah. Good point. Put good point. Good point. Uh Parks and Rec. Thank you. Number four. Kevin, you challenging? Okay. No. I, I want to, <laughs> you know, but so I'll lose. lose. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I really, I really. It was, it was in Flynn's I'm, top five, a, which pretty much has to mean that there's not anything else that he would really, like, truly believe is higher than it. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's listen. I said my piece. Kevin, um, <laughs> just put what you, what we know you're going to pick is number five. We all know it. You talked new about it already. New girl. Ooh. Oh, no, new just girl. kidding. New girl. New girl is the. When I said this is a show, I go back to that. If Flynn had challenged over, um, over Brooklyn Nine Nine, I go back to New Girl yep. more than I go back yeah, to Brooklyn Nine Nine. New Girl's number five. It. Yep. I am currently yep. back to New Girl. <laughs> and yep. um, and uh, quarantine hates Zoe Deschanel, and I always tell her like she's the least interesting, least funny character of the entire show. Um, but in her defense, if you find Zoe Deschanel very annoying, um, there's, that's a common theme of most of the episodes is that Zoe Deschanel is in them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. But, but so I, I've written it, it down in ink, so you can't do anything with it. It's number five. Yep. That's, uh, okay. that's more of a I, you I was going to put it at thing, number four. But it's on my list. It's a little lower, but I, I whatever. There's more. I know I'm going to want to veto something else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm with very it. happy with this top so, five thus far. This is good. Hove, what is number six? I'm going to do. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It is raunchy, debaucherous. They're such terrible people. It basically takes it has the, a great musical episode. Takes the terrible people, uh, which is very. <laughs> I think it's the one. I, uh, yeah. There's it's like I think it might be the longest running sitcom of all time based on seasons, um, which is a testament to how quality I think the show is that they can keep coming back to it. Not every episode hits perfectly, but there's so much great content to watch that it's it's just one of the best sitcoms of, of our generation probably when you when you're gonna end up looking back on it. I've got nothing. I like it. It's always sunny. Uh, okay. Okay. But I. Okay. Flynn. Kevin, are you going to challenge? I was thinking about it. Flynn's got a veto. Kevin's got a challenge. That's all we got. I'll say this. I'll say this. I've, I have, I have enjoyed multiple episodes of Always Sunny, and I've watched a lot of it. I never go back to rewatch episodes, and I also can't sit down and watch new episodes back to back to back to back, like I like I do with other sitcoms that I love. So I'm I'm not cool with it here so kevin if you want to challenge it with something go ahead no no do something about it do something I about think, it I'm, i'll veto uh, kevin just wants to hold veto. on to his challenge um 
Okay. Okay. He does. He does. That's, that's I, I res- vetoed. I, I think. I think you guys. I, I, okay. That's true. I'll veto. I respect this veto in the sense, uh, taking it a step further to make Cuff Camp more mad. I respect this veto in the sense that, um, like Seinfeld. It's Always Sunny is one of those shows that one out of every six episodes is amazing, and the others are just there to keep you watching until the next amazing episode. Um, I like It's Always Sunny. It's not consistent enough. Um, it, you know, the same way Seinfeld's not consistent enough for me to really think that it's all that quality. Um, no, agreed. So I respect the veto. And you are up, Flynn. I am up. So... You know, we've we've talked about the last couple of minutes of this show not being up to par, <laughs> but I mean, it's one of, it's one of the best sitcoms in the world uh, ever. So it's how I met your mother. Mm-hmm. Vetoed. Uh, and that's, Retaliatory. That's not, that's not a. That's not uh, a yes, you it get is. Me, I get you. Yes, it, it is. is. It is. <sighs> Fine. Spiteful. It is our generation's. Get out like, of I here. think Friends is a little bit older, probably not for Kevin. It's our generation's Friends. It's very, very good. I enjoyed most of it. Oh, it is rough for a couple of seasons. It's not nearly as good. It's not. Though. The finale is so bad. So bad. Okay, move on. Um, move on. It's, it's move not on. That, it's not worthy. The, the, of, it's not better than most of the shows. Retaliatory. Than like any of the shows. So like this. Better than. Better than any shows, not including the League and Brooklyn Nine Nine. It interweaves plot points for more than more than seven seasons. It the slaps that go on, um, the the Robin Slap Sparkles. Giving. There are there are amazing things. There that are keep you some just great hooked. things that happen, and it is not better than any. I have ten shows that aren't How Much Your Mother, and they're all better. Usually, I'm the one to piss Hove Camp off, but now I'm pissed. How Much Your Mother is fifth on my list. You're an idiot. You're <laughs> All right, now it's coming to blows. All right, Jacob, you're up. Pretty. So let's see if I can get this one in here without getting vetoed or challenged. Um, well, it's so getting easier six. to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, clearly. This is number six, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm throwing. Uh, I'm still working my way through this one. Um, uh, Kat and I both are. Uh, but I'm throwing in Modern Family. I think it's, it's hilarious. I love it. Very good. Good job. Good job. I love Modern Family. Yep. Uh, so, Hope Camp, I guess you're not frozen, and you're just sitting in silent or a silent agreement. Modern Family, number six, yes? It's not in my – it's not quite in my top ten. It's, my, uh, it's an honorable mention, but it is fine because I'm out of challenges and vetoes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Anyways, all right, so Modern Family. Speaking of you being out of challenges and vetoes – and, uh, and that makes uh, Schitt's Creek number seven. All right. I, I feel yes, way better about it at seven. All right. Hove, what is number eight? All right. I'm a little concerned because I'm not sure that you guys have seen this, but if you had, you would recognize its rightful place on this list, and that is Veep. Oh. It's good, but it's not. It shouldn't be on this list. It's good, but shouldn't. And I don't have anything to, to do anything about it. So I'll challenge with How I Met Your Mother. Ugh. Accepted. Move on. <laughs> um, hey, I got I, I got one and two over Kevin. He can have seven and eight. Uh, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say I will. I will say that I do. I 
<laughs> I've, the few episodes of Veep I have seen, I have enjoyed, but uh, I've only watched. I've, I've seen How I Met Your Mother all the way through, not Veep. So, yep, How, How I Met Your Mother. That's the best sitcom that she's in. I'll say that. Ooh, man. <laughs> this I don't know what Veep gonna... is. So, I'm just going to say that. Uh, I, I, the main I character is Julia Lee Dreyfus. I'm not it's, sure I know who that uh, is. Kevin, the uh, Veep is a the, the main character is Julia Lee Vice President, and Julia Louis Dreyfus plays a vice president, a female vice president uh, on HBO. And, and it is it's it's the woman from, from Seinfeld. Better than Seinfeld. She's the woman from Seinfeld, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that show. That's sitcom she's in. Okay. Well, you know what, Flynn? I agree. Uh, haven't seen it. Yeah, I, right yeah. I agree. I know, I know what you guys are doing. This is one of those times where you're trying to get a rise <laughs> out of me, and it's not going to work. The people know that you're wrong, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> so number nine is to Flynn. So number eight yep. is How I Met Your Mother. Number nine is me. Can you can you give me the list again? Sure. Number one is The Office. The Office, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Scrubs, Parks and Rec, New Girl, Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, How I Met Your Mother. I was going to do that much more jovial than he did. Right. He was real aggressive. So... <laughs> you guys don't get to trash Seinfeld and, v- yeah. and Julia Louis Dreyfus, one of the foremost comedic women of our generation, and uh, that is expect very me true. to have to have just no re- no reaction whatsoever. <laughs> I'm composed, but that's our list. <laughs> Stop yelling at me! Come on, Flynn. <laughs> All right, so this is a newer show, and it only. Is four seasons long, but it is a an, uh, an example of a show doing what it does correctly and very well, and then stopping wi- before it gets bad. And it's the good place. Had it at number five, actually. <sighs> okay, you know what's upsetting is I was hanging on to my my veto and challenge because I wanted to just veto and challenge you all at the end here just to get my last two picks in. But yeah, the good place is great. I I'll keep it there. <laughs> the only reason the only reason I went I I had Veep one spot higher than the good, good. place. Okay. And number ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Num- Last pick. Number ten. Which, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, no, but- Pretty has both his veto and his challenge, and everyone else is out. So Pretty can veto and challenge <laughs> himself. Do. Yeah, Pretty gets to decide. Pretty, number you, 10. Why don't you just yeah, challenge yeah. yourself? Put up two options, and then the three of us will get to decide which of them we like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> he vetoes one of them. <laughs> okay. And then veto I'll, the I'll one you don't that. like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll let that fly. Uh, let's see. Let's see what happens with this. Uh, I will present. Archer and challenge with Family Guy. Oh my God! Why did you what? let him do this? He was literally <laughs> just I picked all... one aggressively. At least now we get to say which. The terrible... Simpsons is better. I, I think The Simpsons predates 2000. Oh my God! The Simpsons. It Simpsons does. does it, but the majority of the episodes are in 2000 to I, 2020. I feel like it also so... spanned the entire decade of the 90s. <laughs> it was 1989 yeah. when The Simpsons came out. I looked it up, but the majority of the episodes are that's, in this this time frame. So Simpsons is on I this list. Have to put, I think okay, option. if that's the case, then I think The Simpsons needs to be on every <laughs> list that it was that it's been uh, active. Okay, fine. We'll do it next time. Next time we do sitcoms, we'll do. I don't the, think cartoons should count. I really don't. I I I hear you, 
I understand they are technically situational comedies. It wasn't established, but cartoons should not count here because we're going to leave too many good shows off the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got okay. very many shows. Well, we have two to pick from. We have two I, to pick from. I'm going to pick Family Guy because I I, I enjoy Archer. I'm going to I'm going to vote Archer because I think Family Guy gets real stale real fast, and Archer is uniquely funny. And I'm going to abstain. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna actually veto. I'm gonna veto. I'm pretty. (laughs) I'm 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 gonna choose it as Family Guy and then veto it. Uh, So Kevin, you get the last pick. No, it's me, isn't it? Great. Uh, Nope, it's me. Not how that works. No, it is how it works. He had a challenge and a veto card. He used them both. Now it's my turn. And number ten is it's always sunny. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, so... Uh, it's Always Sunny is great. Uh, here's my thing is, I'll be honest, I completely forgot because I got really confused. I forgot that It's Always Sunny wasn't already on the list, so... Because it was inappropriately I'm glad vetoed, that I vetoed so. myself. Well, I'm glad that I vetoed myself at the end. Okay, recap? You know, when I look, when I look at my list, the only shows that didn't make it were that 70s show and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. And so I'm going to give that 70s show an honorable mention, but, you know, Hove, It's Always Sunny is great, and I think it needs to be at number 10. Um, and I, I, no one can do anything about it, but I feel like there's some consensus built around it. Um, I have, And that is our list. I have... Well, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... Off, well, let me run through the list, and then we'll go through the quick honorable mentions. The Office is number one, Brooklyn Nine-Nine number two, Scrubs number three, Parks and Rec number four, New Girl five, Modern Family six, Schitt's Creek seven, How Much Your Mother eight, The Good Place nine, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia ten. Um, I had a couple of honorable mentions other than the ones that were mentioned, Arrested Development, Veep. Um, but the other two that I had were The League, which is criminally underrated, Me too. always Me funny, too. and with a phenomenal off. ending. I think it is one of the best and appropriate endings Um and the other one that I had was Malcolm in the Middle. Quick quick shout out to that. Wasn't on my list, but it's a good show. Hold up. Hold up. No, so you're not. saying Letterkenny wasn't even on it's your list? It's very possible I totally forgot about Letterkenny. That is shocking. Oh, same. <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. I'll eat that one. Oh, same. Oh, my gosh. That was the show I kept wow. looking. I was wow. like, there's a show I'm not thinking of. <laughs> yeah. So, Kevin, I think as punishment, we'll just say oh. that we, like, lost uh, whatever Flynn's going to do in trivia, and I'm going to take a quick swig of the, the Bushmills. Oh, man. I, I think, I think no. That's I, I think that, that we all have to – can we all agree it's number 11 and our list goes to 11? Yeah, I mean – Sure. I would if, say If yeah. I were to be – like, if, so, Kevin, if I were you, that would have been above um, – Always sunny for me. Like that's yeah, me what I thought should have been. Yeah, 10. me too. Yeah, you, you're so, right. God, I honestly, right. I have you just, no, you I have no idea where I would have put Letterkenny on the list. I would have to think about it. Be better. Can Damn. we agree that we're at least going to list it as number eleven? Yeah, put it as the yes, official number Letterkenny 11. is one hundred percent eleven. Yeah, ours go to eleven. How, oh, Flint, pretty, did you have a, it on your list? Yes, but also I. The, another example of me misreading information. Um, I I think I I had that it had to be an American sitcom. I don't know why. No, so didn't. I didn't. You I didn't did technically just. You forgot it too. You, just, <laughs> you didn't have it on your list. Yeah, uh, it's it's better than Flynn, New Girl. Flynn. It's better than New Girl, which is number five. I don't think that's. True. I wouldn't go that far. I, don't think I wouldn't go true. that far. But it's very good. Flynn, when I said just as a preview okay. to our next a preview to our next segment, when I said ours go to eleven, do you know what that's from? <laughs> no. 
Okay. I didn't well, think so. I won't use that quote. <laughs> <laughs> Very What's good. Don't worry about it. Very good. You'll, you'll, you'll figure <laughs> it out. It. You'll figure it out. So, Hove, why don't you tell us what we're doing next? I was, I was about to segue into it. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be introducing this or not. But Flynn not knowing movie references is the perfect segue to, I understood that reference. Movie references that Flynn won't understand. And the way this game works, Kevin, uh, myself, and Pretty all have seen some movies. It's not an exhaustive list, but we have seen what we should have seen for the most part. Uh, Flynn has not. The average amount. We will quote things that most of you should recognize. If not, go watch that movie. You are failing yourself. Um, Flynn will probably fumble through it, but we have to try to pick, uh, see how many he's going to get right, set the over-under, and Flynn will embarrass himself with his lack of movie knowledge, and we'll all have a good laugh at it. So, each of us have three. This always ends up being nine. What over-under are we looking at? Three and a half? I'm going to put it at two and a half. Two and I don't and know half. if his faith in himself I don't know that he's ever gotten four. <laughs> I don't know that he's ever gotten four. I got... I think I got three quarters of one one time. Well, you got the, like the first time the we did this, he got he got he, we gave him yeah we gave him some help to get to three quarters of one point out of t- out of nine, and then he did better in the Marvel one. But that was a birthday <laughs> present for him. We did we did it specifically for his so birthday. So set yeah, it set the over under at one and a half, two and a half, two and a half. I said it two and a half. Okay. Oh man, that's actually a tough over under. What what are we all going with? We each have three. I think he's gonna take. I think he's gonna get under. Under two and a half. Under two and a half. I, uh, I think he'll push. You can't. Oh god, I forgot we can push. Yeah, I can push. We've I established know, halves. We've I established that somebody halves in this that universe. We were like, how can yep. you do a half? And I was like, it's so that you have to pick you, over under. You did that. I did. I, you I, did I chose that. the yeah. half, you, and then you, you made guys that rule last time. And then I chose push, and then yeah, that was my fault. Um, Thanks, Hope Game. Just you know, sometimes sometimes it my my thoughts at the moment bite me in the ass later. It happens a lot. I'm gonna go with I think he's gonna get three. So I'll choose the over. So you I'll took over. over. I took under, he pushed. Okay. Alright. Alright. Okay. Who's up first? Uh Kevin, you're up first. No, who's on first? Is What's there a on theme? Second? I don't know. These are movies. Third Third base. Quotes from <laughs> quotes from movies, Flynn. <laughs> He just told you what the segment is. Do you, what do you? What more do you need than that? I didn't know if there was a theme to the movies like we did there, last time. Here's the theme: they're all movies you should have seen at this point in your mm-hmm. life. That is the theme. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's t- and pretty, Great. pretty might throw you. in a weird M Night Shyamalan movie that you don't need to rush to go see. Yeah. Well, these are famous <laughs> movie quotes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go. I'll go okay. first. I'll Let's go do first. It. Let's do it. Um, here's Johnny. Said in a slightly different way than it is in the movie. <laughs> so it is Jack Nicholas swinging for the masters in the Red Rum movie. Green. Yep. He, he's just kind of Jack sick. Nicholson. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> How many times are you gonna do that? Um, Phil Mickelson. It's it's Phil, Phil Mickelson. Mickelson. Uh, Jack Mickelson. <laughs> uh, in. In the Red Rum movie, um, it's in a hotel. It's How do you know Red Rum but death. not the name this of the movie? This is a half point. This is, this is easily no, a half point. No, he has to know the name of Damn this it. movie. No, I, I agree with Pretty. 
Our, the stipulations he, he I saw, I've seen the stipulations you set up, Huffcamp, mean that this is a half. A oh point. no, no, no! I know it's a half point. I'm this saying point. Flynn himself has to know the name of this movie. How uh, do you know? How Flynn? do you know all of the things that are way less famous than the name of the movie? <laughs> Because <laughs> I've seen the, I saw the movie long time ago with my grandfather. Uh, How long ago? I can't think of it right going now. Going once, a long time going ago. Twice. Uh, I, oh my goodness! I can't think this of this. Is from the movie The Shining. The Shining. That's it. Yeah, well no, done. yeah, one hundred percent. It's a half point yeah. for that. See, I've half seen it. Like point. I described the movie. It's Phil Mickelson's a, a crazy psychopath killer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's well. That's he's not, just, he's okay. an abusive husband well, first, but. Let's get to say. Let's you know. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Okay. <laughs> you know. All right. Uh, hope. All right. Here we go. There's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world. It would be a pity to damage yours. <laughs> can you can you repeat that? Because you said that very quickly in a British accent. <laughs> it's called a clue. <laughs> There's a shortage of perfect breasts in this world. It would be a pity to damage yours. Flynn, that is a quote from a movie. Uh, your breasts are not the subject of this quote. <laughs> Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Incorrect. Uh, you're close. You're very close. It's the Princess Bride. Which you've seen. Apparently you've seen it. Yeah. It's the same plot, right? Sure. Totally. Just, yeah, same plot. Yeah, totally is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to follow Flynn's train of thought on this one. Flynn, help me out. Um, the the <laughs> I burgers didn't have one. of I White Castle the, are the first perfect movie that came to mind. <laughs> and when they get, I don't know. Uh, there's nothing. It's That's so bad. Chicken rings so are made of chicken breast I, I was just, I was, it's fine. I, could, I didn't know it, so I just thought of a random movie. Okay. Oh, so, man. It's a, All right. Yeah. You know, You've <laughs> seen the movie, too, allegedly. Here we go. All right, here's, here's my first <laughs> quote. Um, I'll, uh, I'll give you a little inflection acting moment. Here's Cinderella's story out of nowhere. A uh, former greenskeeper now, about to become the Masters champion. It looks like a mirror. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. Okay, can you say it um, <laughs> so that I can understand it? That, that won't make it better. Oh, oh my goodness, that was okay. First off, Cinderella I story. Hate, I hate out of nowhere. Props. Pretty, hang on. That was very well done. I yeah, think that job, was Freddy. very Thank well you. done, and that should be stated. Now, read it like an idiot so that Flynn can understand the quote. <laughs> Cinderella story, out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the master's champion. It looks like a miracle. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. Happy Gilmore. Ugh. You picked a movie. You oh, picked is it? it? Hold on, let me... <laughs> No, no, no. You lose. It's over. It's over. You picked a movie that you've seen and know that's What's that from? It's Caddyshack. Yeah. Caddyshack. Okay. We've already established I haven't seen We Caddyshack. also established this was months ago that you should have seen Caddyshack now. Yeah, I still haven't. Oh, it's so good. I'll come watch it with you. It'll okay. be great. All right. Kevin, All right, three down. I have a half a point. point. Here this we is go. Going okay, poorly. ready? Ready? You keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. seen this meme on the internet dude where's my car no uh it's a movie you've seen though <laughs> you've seen this movie is it mm-hmm. is it allegedly it's what the princess movie? bride <laughs> <laughs> why do you keep choosing princess bride i'm just gonna start guessing that movie for good everyone idea. now that, good yeah. idea <laughs> that's how i think you're gonna get to three 
<laughs> no one has chosen quotes that aren't the Princess Bride tonight. All right, here's one. Here's just a classic quote that I'm going to throw out there, knowing that you're not going to see it. That you, I know you have. If you get this right, this will be the most shocking one you get right. But again, very famous movie quote. What we've got here is failure to communicate. It's also a very often misquoted line. Mm-hmm. There is no article before failure. Yes, that's what I was going to say. A lot of people put A before it. I like how the one where I have to do like a southern twang, he doesn't need any like translation for. Um, because <laughs> are you, are you a, okay. Okay. Flynn, are you a Guns Are you a Guns N' Roses fan? Okay, Hope Camp. Hope Camp, okay. <laughs> Super Troopers. No, that that's, is... No. I, that, I, him not seeing this movie for sure, that's actually a, a, a decent guess. Sure. Uh, but the movie is... Based on your voice for it. <laughs> the movie is Cool Hand Luke. It is yeah. a much older movie, even older than Kevin, yeah, I believe. I've heard of that. Um, cool Hand Luke <laughs> Barely, but is, yes. yeah, is, it came out a couple of years before Kevin did. Um, but it is a very famous movie, very famous uh, quote, and yeah, check it out. I learned... Never even. Heard I learned that, that quote first from the Guns N' Roses song before I learned that it was from a film. But yes, um, I once walked in like my parents were like watching movies that they loved or something, and this was on, and uh, this it's just this guy in prison eating fifty eggs, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, and then uh, yeah, it, I watched the rest of the movie with him. Yep, and that was my exposure right. to Cool Hand Luke. Pretty, pretty. You're, you're. Uh, yep. Flynn, uh, with a voice or without a voice? With a voice, and then I'll ask for clarification if needed. I'll get you my pretty and your little dog, too. (laughs) All right, we're up to one and a half. (laughs) Legally Blonde, we know he's seen it. It's the sequel to Wicked. (laughs) Oh, it's the great and powerful. What's the name of the movie? Great, yeah, it's the great and powerful Oz, uh, Wizard of Oz. Yes, okay, great. Final answer. Yep, yep. Hope, yep. Hope Camp. Yep. Fun fact: Good Eighth job. grade Scarecrow and the Wizard of Oz. Pretty acting like we've put <laughs> money on this. Time. Tries to throw him a softball to get him to two and a half. All right, um, <laughs> I'm back up. He's got one and a half points. Um, do as if. Hmm. <laughs> do it. Do it in the voice, Kevin. Do it in the voice. <laughs> as if. Worth it. <laughs> Sounded the same. <laughs> um, legally blonde. No. Good, good guess. Uh, all things considered. Is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, um, no. Girls? It's clueless, and no. I think I, I suspect your wife's going to okay. be disappointed in you for that one. It's clueless. She knows better than to be disappointed at me for. Or, or she only exists in a constant <laughs> state of disappointment in you, and nothing will change. That's that's also very could very, be the case. Very All right, so he got none of my three. All right, um, here it is for. No, he got half of one of yours. No. Yeah, yes, he did. He did. Yeah, this he did. is yeah, did. this is for the true O for three. Is butter a carb? That is Mean Girls. He has gotten it a two is. and a half. Yes. He, guessed, he guessed Mean Girls. I thought it would be poetic if he then missed a Mean Girls quote next, but kudos. <laughs> kudos to you, Flynn. <laughs> all right. That's one of the most quotable movies of all time, it I feel is, like. It so. is very, very uh, quotable. This is, this very is it. He's at, he's at two and a half now. I'm at two and a half. I called it. Let's go, pretty. 
Okay. What, what do you got? <clears throat> voice or no voice? <laughs> voice. Obviously Again, voice. voice, and then I'll ask for clarification. Okay. Use it in a sentence. Never go against a Sicilian when death is on the line. Hmm. Your Bill Murray was better. Wasn't my best. Thank you. I know. Princess oh, Bride. Yes. Got it. Look at that. <laughs> I told you I've seen that movie. No, you just knew we were doing a thing. <laughs> Which is why I went with the over. I was like, he'll figure it out, and that's going to give him a bonus one. Oh, geez. That was good. Nicely done. And for the Nicely record, done. I tried to put the over under at three and a half. Good job, Flynn, I think. I would have gotten it exactly. So. Mm-hmm. That was a lot better than the, the last time we did that. Uh, that wasn't Marvel. So. That's true. So, that brings us into the last segment for the night. Uh, let's, let's play, play a game. game. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. So, for all of you listening <laughs> at home, uh, you can also play along to this game because I have made this in a way that it is a trivia game um, that is everyone should be able to harken back to their memories but it might be a little difficult. And so this is pop culture trivia. And it's 2020 pop culture trivia. So what happened in the year 2020? Lots of things happened in the year uh, 2020. Pandemic white happened. Different, white Quarantine different. happened. Why different my memory? 2020 didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> 2020 both had had a lot going on, but a lot of people not wanting to pay attention, but a lot, a lot of people also being inundated by lots of different things going on in the media, um, and a lot of people just wanting to forget. So a lot of things happened. So let's see if you remember what happened in 2020 in pop culture. So we're going to go uh, order here Kevin Hovecamp Pretty in that order. So Kevin, your first question. What was the? How, oh, how, are we drinking, how are we drinking on this? <laughs> yeah, let's make. We, hang on, on he this. said Hub Camp. Yeah, let's make Kevin pretty if in he, this order. Kevin, you're up first, so I'm con- I'm concerned. Okay, so it goes Kof, uh, uh, Kevin Hove Camp pretty. Um, do y'all want to make any bets on if who gets the most right? Uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not a hundred percent sure on how the game is functioning. Like we just have to say things that happened in 2020. There are questions like, did it's they a trivia game about 2020? Is it similar to the? No, no, no. Um, it's things that happened, and, and you have to give me the correct. So this answer. is similar to the medical terms, where we each get one question, we go around, we're seeing who gets the most right, three times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. There's going to be nine total questions. Each of you gets three questions. See who gets the I mean, most right. Anyway, I think we just take yes. a memory loss during 2020, but I also think that we all theoretically should be good at this. I'm the closest to memory uh, loss in every third segment on this show, so I think we got to just own that. That's fair. Um, Ooh, double. I'd like to make a wager. I was making an old joke. Kevin's making a drunk joke. This is great. <laughs> Kevin is an old uh, drunk. We got like players like onions and ogres. <laughs> And parfaits. Cake. Everybody loves Everybody cake. loves parfaits. Everybody loves cake. Okay. Uh, what? I would like to make a wager that Hove Camp will get the most correct. Oh, I, I was going to do the bet someone else thing. That's what. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm betting on pretty. I'm betting on me because that's what I do. <laughs> and if I don't get the most right, I'll take this a shot great. of moonshine tonight. 
Because it's what I do. <laughs> okay. I, I guess we're all betting a shot. And okay. Flynn, how do you drink? Um, if you all tie again, I'll take Tough a moonshine. shot. Sure. Yes, you have I have moonshine. We've established that, so yes, I can do that. If we all get the same, great, perfect. Thank you. Okay. All right, Kevin, you're up first. Zeros count as ties. Just want to point that out. (laughs) (laughs) So, Kevin, your first question: Amid pandemic media coverage, what state's governor was rumored to have a pierced nipple? Oh, I see how this is going to go. We're all getting zero. (laughs) I was going to say, the answer, <laughs> no, the that's answer not true. is Europe. <laughs> yep. Yep. Europe Do you want us to really play? Okay, I'll really play. It's Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> I don't think Andy Bashir has pierced nipples. No, the correct answer is New York. Yeah, Cuomo. Andy yeah, Cuomo. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. It's Cuomo. <laughs> I've seen Saturday Night Live in the last two years. It's Cuomo for sure. You didn't say Cuomo. You got it right. You got because, it wrong, first of all, uh, I wanted everyone listening to picture Andy Bashir with a nipple piercing. Um, that to me is a better win than anything that can happen tonight. There was there was a very solid moment okay. in the pandemic where Andy Bashir was getting a lot of meme love, and the "Govern Me, Daddy" meme was one of yep. my personal questionable favorites. And the pierced nipple fits right into that. Yep. So every day at four, we yep. had our time with Andy. To, and to quote know, Kevin Reynolds, "I'm here for that. I'm here for that. <laughs> for that." Here All right, Hove Camp. You're up. Hove Camp, your question. Who won the Oscar for Best Film in 2020? Oh, crap. I think... Uh, <laughs> I know the answer. I Hang on. I I know... <laughs> I feel like Jacob and Kevin so, know the answer. <laughs> I don't know. Was it the Oscars that occurred in 2021? Nope. My answer is Parasite. Nope. That is correct. Flynn, have you seen Good Parasite? Good job, Hove Camp. Way to go. Yes, I'm winning by because Hove Camp's winning. Except we're all losing because all right, Hove Flynn, Camp's Flynn. winning. Hold on, hold on. Flynn, have you seen Parasite? Sure. Okay, have you? Not. It's very good. Me? It is so good. Yes. Yes, yeah. I have. Yes. It is so it's good. so good. It's really good. The Oscars, uh, I don't <laughs> I, think I've seen the, 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 the movie that's actually won the Oscars yet. Because, like, I haven't seen Moonlight and I haven't seen... The, the one about driving or whatever. Like, I haven't seen any of these. Have you seen, did you see Parasite? No. You would love Parasite. Is it, is it good? Oh, yeah. You would love it. Yes. It's, uh, it's quite it's, good. It's one not best well, picture. Well, because it won Best Picture doesn't mean that it's good. But, like, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a scary, foreign thriller. It's a great movie. It's just awesome. So you Pan's Labyrinth was also that, and Pan's Labyrinth sucks. So uh, no, we're gonna have no, no, no. This Kevin, is not How many hot takes you gonna throw out tonight without a hot toddy take segment? Right. <laughs> um, All right, Jacob, I you're up. Four. Jacob, that was your third. Yes. Your question. Yes. Is it, your question's on the on a similar uh, uh, trajectory? So, Uh-oh. what was the top grossing film of 2020? Top grossing film of 2020. Name, name a movie. Name domestic, a movie that was released in theaters in 2020. It's basically yeah. your task here. Yeah, the top domestic gross. So only United States. Okay. Shrek five. And this is solely. <laughs> can I can I ask for some clarification on this? Is this, is it a movie that was just in theaters in 2020 or released in 2020? And that's where we're saying. 
because that it is the it. top grossing film of 2020, and so Ugh. it was it was it, it, it's a movie that was released in 2020. Okay, it's onward. Frozen two. It is called Bad Boys for Life. Oh. That's awesome. Oh, is that the Bad Boys sequel? That's like, awesome. It's the Bad Boys 2 sequel. Yeah, I was say, it's... Oh, so so it's anyone, going, anyone going to see Bad Boys 2 during a pandemic, that makes no, sense. No, no, Bad Boys 2 happened. Uh, this is Bad Boys 3. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this is Bad Boys is, for this Life. This is the trilogy. Oh, Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life. Life. What, a, yeah. what a problematic thing that they didn't just make a throwaway third movie so that it could be Bad Boys the number four life. Faux life. All right, Kevin. Um... I apologize. This is next on my list, but this is probably the hardest question I have on here. Um, <laughs> so your question. An orchestra from what country was stranded for 73 days in a castle in Germany that was surrounded by several packs of wolves? What? Beauty so, happened in I have a couple no, things to say. I have a couple <laughs> things to say. Number four this evening is La La Land is absolute hot garbage. Um, <laughs> I've never seen it, so I don't think that it's good. What? It, it won it's the Oscar fine. for it won it's it won fine. Best Picture a couple years ago for about no, I, nine seconds. For about nine seconds, and then it didn't win. So it won, and then it didn't win because they gave it to Moonlight. Yeah, um, it, it did, but it, it didn't deserve to win. Moonlight deserved to it's win. It's terrible. Um, I I do remember this story, um, but I don't remember the real answer. So I'm gonna say Malaysia. Vienna. Close. Bolivia. Okay. Nope. Okay. I don't... Uh, is Malaysia close to Bolivia? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gonna be the one that gets a rise out of me tonight. That can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> All right, Kevin. <laughs> of camp, your, your question. What Avengers actor posted a picture of his manhood Are you online kidding me? for the world to see? It's easy. I don't get on. Okay, don't get you're on, on Twitter more than any of us. <laughs> yeah, no, no and, but it was on Twitter. You're listen, on Twitter more listen, than any of us. I follow some people on Twitter. Most of them tell me what is going on with the Pittsburgh Penguins, Chicago Cubs, Aston Villa. But his name, his name was <laughs> trending for like a day and a half. You, I think the obvious. We need answer to do is, this. It's Chris. Flynn, we need to we need to do this like um, Jeopardy. We should be able to buzz in. <laughs> You're gonna have to give me more details. We should be able to Chris. buzz in. <laughs> it's one of the Chris's. I I. Uh, which one? <laughs> I is it? Give me an actual is name. Is it Pratt? It is Evans. Chris Evans. Oh, Evans. I had a, I had a 50 50 shot. Come on, Hove. Or was it a 50 50? <laughs> you had a, a 30. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is one too. <sighs> Uh, and there's also, I mean, not in the MCU, but it wouldn't surprise me if somebody confused Chris Pine in there too. Okay, I, I don't, I don't right, know. Well, I'm not question. best friends with Chris Evans. It makes me a little bit sad. I'd like to be best friends with him, but here we are. So I did not know yeah, that he was exposing so Jacob, his your question. <laughs> this is a very specific question for Jacob. Oh, great. Who decided to cash in on their newfound 20 minutes of fame in 2020 on the show Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> I know this too! Um, How are you 0 for 2? You've known oh, most like, of the answers. 
I know. Like, I, this who is got, frustrating. Who got put on Dancing with the Stars because of their 20... Yes. I'm very confused by how yes. this is worded. It, you shouldn't be. It's an obvious yeah. answer. Who, okay. who had it's, their 20 minutes I mean, of fame in 2020? It's Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, yes. Yeah. That is true. Carol Baskin. Fun fact. Never mind, I'll save that for another time. Killed but, another. Uh, there's a six, yeah. there's a six right, degrees so of separation for me in the Tiger King. Uh, Kevin's over two. Uh, each of them are one and one. Um, Kevin, your you last question. Right to Who deservedly won? I know. Kevin, who deservedly won Sexiest Man Alive in 2020? Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that was so fast. It has to be right. It, or otherwise, I have so many questions. It, it's not. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Kevin, how do you feel about Keanu Reeves? Whoa, that came from a very real place, man. Is it not true? I thought, because I remember there was that there was that meme of him, or that gif of him walking in in that one movie he's got a weird cameo in. John Wick? And everybody, well, no, that's the movie he's in. He's the ex-boyfriend. Yes, maybe. Always maybe. No. Always be my maybe. Yes. I never saw it, but I, I saw the the gif everywhere, and I, oh, I remember no. he got so famous during that time that it was like he's going to be in the next Avengers movie, and I mean, listen, I, people Keanu loved Reeves him. won twenty twenty in a lot of ways, so it had to be him. Okay, it wasn't here's, him. Here's the. It was Michael B. Jordan. That's also fair. Well, here's I mean, the, he's a very attractive. Who was the? <laughs> that's why I, I. That's why I wrote the question to say deservedly. That's why the, I wrote it. Here's that the way. fifth hot take of the night: the man that was starred in Point Break and Hardball and three John Wick movies, Speed, was famous from his cameo in Always My Always Be My Maybe. Well, the the GIF was Third famous. Placements. The GIF was used. Forever, you like, said that it, was like, a, it basically gave Keanu Reeves fame. It it made him very relevant. I in can have the court reporter read back to you. That's when you're supposed to interject, but we were you didn't know that we were doing a thing, so that's fair. Flynn, what's my question? All right, Hove Camp, your Abstained. question. What what political pundit read the words to Cardi B's hit song WAP and was mocked by the internet for their rendition, as well as thinking WAP was a medical ailment? I think calling, I, if it's who I think it is, I think calling him a political pundit is being generous. Is it Ben Shapiro? <laughs> it is, and it's generous, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And I'm sorry that I had to ruin the tie, but uh, I just, I laughed at the, I think you, I think it's a you didn't podcast. Ruin the, I, ruined the, I ruined the tie. You weren't going to tie. I ruined the tie. Oh, because yeah. he missed Keanu Reeves. Kevin oh, got so all now I have wrong. to ruin my win. Pretty, don't don't fail me. All right, pretty. Last question. Last question. The Supreme Court of the United States ruled that what restaurant's bread could not <laughs> be legally considered bread anymore? Subway. Uh, this is an incorrect True. question. The Supreme uh, Court of the it? United States didn't rule on any of this. This happened in a, it, overseas. Oh, it in, was in yeah, Europe. That is true. It was in, in the Europe, European they said. Union. I'm pretty nope, sure I'm right. that the United States nope, Supreme nope, Court. Nope, nope, uh, That's not how the United States Supreme Court works. In Europe, uh, it was legally defined as a pastry because of its sugar content. This has nothing to do with 10%. America. Ireland's Supreme uh-huh. Court. I read that wrong. My bad. I read uh, the internet Kevin wrong. Just went, well, Kevin just said that Ireland and Europe <laughs> are the same. 
That was Europe's <laughs> Supreme Court, okay? First of all, first of all, Europe's in Europe Ireland. Has a Supreme I'm sorry, Court. Ireland's in Europe. Second Europe's of all, in Ireland. Second of Europe all, is in Ireland. Ireland should get to make the decisions for the rest of Europe. Third of all, I was right. Fourth of all, still not the most right, upsetting. And that means also Jacob won. Fourth uh, of all, no, 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 no Jacob, Hope Camp and Jacob won. We, so we won. Co- won. You we both won. Doctors and yeah, you winners. <laughs> Damn you, Keanu Reeves. And Kevin's over. Damn three. you, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Damn you, Michael B. Jordan. That was good. Good uh, stuff. Jeez. This this was fun. Um, I didn't know most of that stuff on 2020, but you know what? It's fun. Clearly, uh, Kevin Kevin I think knew the most stuff and lost this game, which is the second time that's happened. And then Pretty and I have tied for the win, and that makes me (laughs) so happy. Can I stop going first, Kevin? (laughs) Stop putting me first. Oh man, taking taking out Kevin is just the best thing that we could ever do on this podcast. Um, But. There it was again. We we had a whole podcast that you guys didn't ask for. Absolutely none of it was warranted. There it was anyway. So have a drink on us, and we'll see you next week. Just a quick point. They goodbye. did they did ask us to rank those things, so they did ask for some of it. But yes, goodbye. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Please also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at AiredBNB, at AiredBNB, and tune in next week for a lot more content. Bye.